Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first ever edition of the Lofeld podcast, where we discuss all things haptic. And for our first edition, we are honored to have the Braden Gogus as our guest. Uh, Braden has been dubbed the high school puzzle master by none other than Apple. And that's because he's been creating apps and games since second grade. That's right. You heard me right. Second grade. Today, Braden is uh, 16 years old and is a writer, designer, and coder behind some amazing puzzle games currently available on the App Store, including Octopus, Solid Square, The Company Game, and his latest creation, Circulus, which made it to the top three puzzle charts and features some remarkable tactile effects. Braden, it's an honor to have you with us. How are you feeling today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing good in these last few days of summer here in in Berlin. So where, where are you calling from today? We're calling from Indianapolis, Indiana. Fantastic. So let's dig a little bit deeper into what you do. You've made some pretty complex games that require some serious programming skills. Where did you learn to code? Um, so I originally first started getting into games with um, a program called Stencil that would let you kind of like share code with other people and use like a blocked based sort of interface to like kind of come up with the code yourself if you wanted to. And so that was good for me to start in second grade because I didn't at the time, like you really don't have to know how to code anything yet. You just basically just use a design tool and then you can get code shared by other people. And then as you want to do things that are more complicated, you can start trying to learn how to write it yourself by looking at other people's code or following tutorials online. Um, so that was where I started. And that I used that for several years um, until maybe end of fifth grade. And then I used tutorials from uh, a company called DevSlips that does um, tutorials for coding in Apple's Swift language and Xcode. Um, and so I took one of their courses and watched a lot of videos to uh, learn how to code an Apple Swift language, which would be a lot more powerful than Stencil and allow me to do things that I wasn't able to do before. So my game, the games you listed earlier that are currently on the App Store were all made in Swift. None of them are Stencil. Do you have any tips for young developers out there who might want to release some cool games like you did? Um. I mean, definitely, oh, like, Google is your friend. Um, there's so many great resources you can uh, look at for doing different things in coding. Um, that was I literally started because I played games on my iPod Touch, and I was like, oh, this seems fun. I want to do one of these. Like, <laughs> I, it w didn't come into my head that it might be, like, difficult or impossible. I was like, oh, if someone did it, why? I mean, surely I can just do that, too. So I literally went on Google and Googled how to make a game and <laughs> um, through some light research I was able to find the stencil program which was really great and I enjoyed using it a lot so I I haven't used it in several years so I don't know what its state is right now but I would always recommend that because it was my first uh, spot to start but if that doesn't work for you there are so many free resources you can use so what attracted you to mobile games as opposed to a uh, console, for example? Um, basically just my experience with them. So like, 
the games that I played, like on my Wii, for example, they always seem like bigger, like big companies made them. Like, oh, it's it's Mario. Mario's been around forever. And it didn't, like, I don't know. It never came into my head as something that I could do by myself. Like, there's a lot more, at least at the time, like, everything was on discs. It wasn't, like, downloadable. And I didn't, it just seemed like a lot of things I would have to go through to get that to work. Whereas on the iPod Touch, it felt easier, more accessible. Lots of people have phones, iPads, whatever. And so that was kind of what got me into that. I liked the how easy it was that you could just start a game without having to turn on a console and wait for it to boot up and put in the disc you wanted to play. So I want to talk a little bit more about your latest game, Circulus. And in the game, you play Amanda Trouser, a woman who's been hired as a cybersecurity specialist at a high-profile biotech company. And in the game, you investigate uh, a string of data breaches and hacks. And um, I, that's all I'm going to say for now is I don't want to give too much away. Uh, throughout the game, obviously, you interact with your environment in some pretty unique and mind-bending ways. And often, these interactions are beautifully enhanced with some very cool tactile or haptic effects. Um, when did you first become aware of, of haptics? Uh, I think it was the iPhone 7 was the first phone that had, um, like, the ra a new range of haptic effects. And when I tried it out in the Apple store, I thought it was so cool the way you could, like, press the home button without really pressing the home button because it wasn't a physical button anymore. It just vibrated. And, like, going into the clock app to make a timer and you are scrolling through that wheel and it's making all those clicking effects on your hand. And I just thought that was so cool, the way that it could feel like a real object that you were doing, even though it was completely digital. And so, as with a lot of things, I literally just Google how they work and how I could use them. As soon as I learned about haptics, I started using them in my code um, with it was probably Octopus was when I first did that because I think I started Octopus before um, haptics were released to the public. And then in an update, I added some haptic support as soon as I found out that I could. And I think at the time the haptics were very like rudimentary, like basically you had the option for like three different intensities. And so I used those basically everywhere. <laughs> I may have abused them a little bit, but I was very excited to be able to uh, feel the effects of my code. You said you started using haptics in Octopus. What made you choose to also include haptics in Circulus? Um, so Circulus, we kind of designed to be a interactive and immersive experience, like with the whole like mechanic of turn like the natural motion of turning your phone uh, to take out the character's phone, like I wanted it to feel like you are Amanda and you're in her environment with her, and so um, haptics seemed like a natural choice to go along with all the other design decisions I was making, like the parallax, like you can turn your phone to look around things just to make it feel more real, and so it seemed like an obvious step to make it so that. Oh, when the train's coming, you feel the rumble in the uh, station. 
And it's also natural for haptics to go along with audio. Like we had lots of sound effects. And so why not make haptics that go along with them? So how did you hear about Lofelt the first time? Um, I feel like this, this is funny because I had seen this a long time ago, I think. I think something with uh, Ryan from Black Box had posted something about it a while ago. Um, and so I had, I had kind of had that in the back of my head a little bit. Um, and I was looking for a way to make uh, like core haptics, because before I had just used the system haptics, but I was aware of the new uh, the new frameworks that were available from Apple that would let me do more detailed haptics rather than just saying impact occurred, selection occurred, uh, and action was successful and action was a mistake. Um, I was aware of this new framework, but it was kind of like, it looked like there was going to be a lot of work to do something that should be pretty simple. And so then I went um, Googling basically to try and find how other people were solving this. Cause I'm like, this should be something that is really simple and easy. There has to be some like website or something out there that is able to do this in a, in an easy manner and something that's powerful for my game. Um, and so that's when I found Lofelt Composer on the web, and it was basically exactly what I was looking for. Um, it was really easy to use and had basically exactly what I wanted for what I was doing at the time. And that, that was when I remembered seeing that uh, the black box guy had used that, so that gave it extra credibility because I knew it had been used in a popular game that I love. <laughs> Yeah, Ryan is great, and Black Box is indeed a fantastic game, also uh, with some pretty incredible haptics. So um, cool that you found haptics through Ryan. For you, tell us a little bit more about the process of authoring or designing haptics. Okay, so I feel like the one of the first one of the first scenes in the game is the one where you're in the subway waiting for your train, and we had a sound effect of the train rushing into the station, like pulling in. So there's a lot of rattling, stuff is shaking. And so that was like the first scene of the game that uh, I kind of thought needed some haptic feel to it. It was one that would be easy to tell if I was doing it right. And so then that would kind of like end up to serve as like a starting point for the haptics for the rest of the game. Like if I can do this right here, then I can apply those principles everywhere. Because it was just a really obvious place for them to be. Um, and so on the composer, I imported the uh, audio file and it kind of matched the haptic, uh, the core haptic, whatever you want to call it, um, to the waveform of the file, basically. And I could use the Low Felt Composer app to test it out on my phone and then I could make adjustments just to make uh, certain parts that I thought should feel more impactful, feel more impactful. Like some of the rattling was a little bit less intense than I wanted. So I just kind of turned that up on the uh, haptic composer and I kept tweaking it until it was something I thought was good. And then I put it in the game with the visuals and the audio just to see how that would match up to. 
So how would you compare the process of designing haptics? How would you compare that to, for example, designing audio or, or graphic assets? So, yeah, I mean, it is very similar because uh, with audio, visual, and haptics, basically you're just trying to communicate something, the same piece of information to the user in a bunch of different ways. And so through your haptics, your visuals, and your audio, you're going to constantly tweak it to see what's the most effective and realistic for your user. And so, like with audio, if something sounds a little bit off, then you go in and you change that bit of audio. So it's the exact same process with uh, haptics. If something doesn't feel realistic enough or doesn't feel right, something's off about it, you can go in and change it and constantly tweak it until it feels perfect or as close to perfect as you're going to get. As a game designer, um, what role does haptics play in, in the game? Um, well, it's tricky because I want it to have a bigger part, but not every device supports them to the same level. Like iPads don't have support for haptics. And so some puzzles that I wanted to put in, like I wanted to put in a lock picking puzzle where you used haptics. Like you have little ticks as you go around the combination lock, but there would be a stronger tick when you hit the one that you were going for but that wouldn't work on the iPad, so I cut that puzzle. Um, and so I ha basically, I have to be careful so that the haptics like enhance it, but not enhance it to the point where you're missing out if you don't have them entirely. Um, and so it's usually like feedback from actions. Like if you get a puzzle correctly, I'll do like a triumphant and successful haptic effect that maybe matches up with an animation of a lock uh, cracking open or something. Uh, just stuff that is adding to the experience um, and not necessarily the only part of the experience, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That makes perfect sense. Has anyone, uh, apart from Lofelt, of course, has anyone commented on the haptics in Circulus? Definitely. A lot of people have thought it's really cool. I, I mean, I always have my friends and family tested out and they like a lot of times I don't think people realize how much you can do with the phone. And so when they're playing something and it starts vibrating, like they're in a train, um, they think it's pretty cool and it's kind of unexpected. So it's a fun surprise for people to play. I definitely think it adds to the game experience. That's really cool that you got such positive feedback. Can you give me any hints about what kind of games we can expect from you in the future? Uh, okay, well, most currently on the timeline is making more chapters for Circulus that are definitely going to get a lot more crazy, and uh, the first chapter is really just the beginning of where we're going with it. We have some pretty cool haptics also planned for this uh, next chapter that should be releasing probably end of next month. Uh, that I don't want to give away, but they're so fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, I keep wanting to say too much, and I don't want to spoil things, so I'm trying to be careful. Um, after that, it's hard to look too far into the future because I'm still in school, and I don't know what that schedule looks like. Like I've been super busy with classes and stuff recently, so I haven't had a whole lot of time to even think about what I'm doing now, let alone plan ahead. But definitely expect cool games coming in the future. They will be there. Just nothing definitive. 
Awesome. We are uh, really excited about seeing what you come up with and the great haptics that you're going to implement in your games. Uh, once again, I wanted to say a big thank you for taking your time to talk to us. And hopefully we can also bring you back uh, maybe uh, sometime down the line to see how far you, you, you've gone with uh, all your projects. Awesome. Thank you for having me on. It was fun. Thanks.